All right, everyone, welcome to the Above Average Football Fan Podcast for above average football fans and below average football fans who want to learn more about the game, or if you're a football junkie, this is the podcast for you. We're glad you're here, and we hope you enjoy it. All right, welcome in, everybody, for a bonus episode, the initial reaction to the 2021 uh, spring game for South Carolina. Um, saw an interesting format, starting off with some drills, some seven-on-seven, seven, some offensive line versus defensive line work. Um, then two quarters of uh, game-like situations with uh, penalties and, and moving the ball up and down the field like you would in a game-type environment. And then um, moving into right before halftime or I guess in between the two quarters more, uh, you had some special teams competition drills going on, halftime, and then you had situational football with the um, third down type situation and then goal line um, situational football. So, you know, saw some some interesting things there. Um, if you are listening to this, you probably know, I would imagine that South Carolina had a good many players out. Uh, I think the final count was around 25 players missing um, from the team. Uh, some of the bigger names there would be Kevin Harris and Marshawn Lloyd, among others, that didn't play. Um just because of little injuries or nagging injuries or rehabbing or, you know, could it just be, hey, let's uh, let's not take a risk of getting this guy hurt. He's a little dinged up. Overall, um, very good rushing attack. Uh, Z White, uh, number 11 there, ran out there and uh, did a really good job for a guy who's seen as third string on the depth chart. Um, you know, you got to think watching a guy like that run that if he's third string number one and number two, um, right now, for all intensive purposes, that's Kevin Harris and Marshawn Lloyd. In front of him are pretty good, and we know Kevin Harris is very good. Led the SEC in rushing last year in the regular season, albeit an unusual regular season, but led us all the same. And then, of course, Marshawn Lloyd comes in heavily, heavily recruited, um, was actually ahead by all reports of Kevin Harris in spring camp last spring before hurting his knee in a non-contact drill. So when you add that together with those two guys you got to think if z white's playing behind them that they're pretty doggone good he showed a lot of great patience um showed a good vision um and great burst when he did get time to uh to get through there onto the second level and and whatnot so that's you know again a very positive thing um you know i think he ran for 97 total yards in essentially two halves or excuse me two quarters of uh, game type action. So, I mean, that's that's really strong. Um, EJ Jenkins coming out of St. Francis as a transfer, the six foot seven, 242 pounder that he was listed as today on SEC Network Plus when they threw up his, his numbers there. Um, he looked to be as good as advertised. Um, just a physical specimen, really, really big, um, you know, athletic, great hands, a, a, a wide, um, catch radius and all the things you want from him and that we hoped as Gamecock fans to get from him. Um, you know, that was very, very good in the passing game to see. Um, on the same note, you had Karrion Joyner out there running around. Um, once this year for the first time, really looking really comfortable. Um, you know, he had some times last year where, you know, we wanted to see him do great things uh, as a wide receiver, but he really, really came out and looked um, very comfortable. Um, and uh, that was that was a, a plus, a huge plus to see him making plays. 
Um, just from an offensive formation side of things, you saw a lot of different types of formations. You saw five wide, three to the wide side of the field, two to the short side, but you saw them in a bunch where they were very close to uh, almost like a scrum setup to the line of scrimmage. You also saw three by one. You also saw shotgun formation, pistol formation in the eye, uh, you know, under center without the eye, a wing. You saw motion. You saw orbit motion, jet motion, huddling, going fast, going slow, very creative. Um, all of those things can make it difficult for a defense to prepare for an offense uh, particularly early in the year this year where there isn't any game tape on this offense with um, sat calling plays and, and the guys we have out there now. So that's that's going to be an intriguing thing to keep an eye on. There was definitely a good bit of creativity in formations, motions, and speed of play. Overall, uh, you know, we've been hearing most of the spring about concerns of explosive plays. In the passing game, something the Gamecocks struggled with last season when they only won two games. You know, um, it was a mixed bag. There were some throws made by what Shane Beamer has now announced is most likely your leader going into fall camp to be the starter in Luke Doty. Um, He made some very good throws. He made some slightly off throws, and then he just flat out missed some. Um, You know, being that he's, I think, got three games as a starter under his belt, and new offense, it's uh, going to be, you know, some differences there. The other big story out of the quarterback group was E.J. Jenkins' former teammate, still current teammate, transferring with him from St. Francis University to South Carolina, Jason Brown. Jason has slightly of a, I guess you could call it an unorthodox throwing motion. It's a little lower than your typical throwing motion, um, but certainly is quick. He seemed to make very good decisions and seemed to be very accurate, um, whereas some of uh, Luke Doty and the other quarterbacks somewhat seemed to struggle with accuracy and ball placement. He really seemed to be able to put the ball where he wanted to or where it needed to be, more importantly. So that was you know interesting. Of course, like I said, a couple hours after the game was over, um, Shane Beamer, coach head, head coach Shane Beamer, came out and said that Luke uh, is the starter going into fall camp, um, you know, barring some kind of change that led to a lot of fans um you know questioning what what's that about why why is he this name the starter based on what we have been able to see as fans which is only today um there were 14 spring practices before today we don't know what luke Doty did in those practices we don't know what jason brown did in those practices uh also again spring game you have a very uh vanilla plan on offense and on defense, really. And so it's hard to gauge from this experience who the best player is, who should be the starter. Um, we're going to have to trust Shane Beamer as the new head coach and Marcus Satterfield as the offensive coordinator and quarterback coach to know that, you know, if Luke is going to be the starter of first game, that he is going to give South Carolina the best opportunity to win the, that game and the games going forward that he is the starter or the player in. This is Shane Beamer's first time as a head coach. We don't know how he uh, will interact with the media. Um, every coach is slightly different there. Nick Saban doesn't like to tell anybody anything. Steve Spurrier loved to play games and uh, kind of joke around and mess 
with the offense, excuse me, the media. Then if you jump into a different realm, into professional basketball, Phil Jackson liked to use the media to motivate players. Um, maybe Coach Beamer wants Jason to hear, hey, uh, you know, Luke's the starter unless something crazy happens. And maybe that's what he's trying to do is ignite that fire. That's all speculation by me. I have absolutely no reason to believe anything other than what Shane Beamer said because that's all any of us can do. But we have to just figure out what, what could be coming. So with that being the case, uh, that's the offensive side of the ball for very quick uh, early reaction, quick reaction, one time watching the game reaction. Uh, on the defensive side of the ball, again, it was very vanilla on purpose. Marcus Satterfield said in some interviews that he and uh, Coach White had discussed the fact that you know they're going to keep things relatively basic. You saw a little bit of pressure um, coming from outside linebackers here and there, um, but as I said earlier, I don't think you saw a whole lot of um, defensive line games, so to speak, where they're looping or stunning or twisting um, to you know make it difficult on the offense to know where guys are going to be and whose gap responsibility is where. Even with that being said, there was some some very good. Um, play by the defensive line at times. Jordan Birch stood out uh, on a couple plays. Zach Pickens stood out on a couple plays. Um, Kingsley Ingleberry, I've said his name incorrectly, 52, uh, really did a good job uh, as well. And, um, you know, on the edge there. And so, you know, you had some success there. Debo Williams, uh, the next in Debo's from South Carolina, um, showed some really great ability to cover some field, make tackles. Really, I thought looked pretty good in coverage when he was in coverage on those short to intermediate throws um, as an outside linebacker um, that you saw. But again, um, the defense was very vanilla. I will say you didn't see guys running wide open. Uh, you didn't seem to see very many missed assignments. There were some, some missed tackles um, that are obviously concerning. And, you know, that's not something anybody wants to see. But it was a success today in the fact that, number one, as far as I know, we had no major injuries of any of the players who saw action today. Got to see the offense move around. Got to see the new defense move around. Um, You saw athletic plays on both sides of the football. You saw good effort, good energy, uh, guys jumping around, bouncing around, dancing around. You saw some physicality. There were some big (coughs) hits on defense. Definitely some good blocking on the offensive line. Um, And, you know, you did see some tough catches in tight windows here and there. Uh, Obviously, the passing game is something that the Gamecock offense is going to have to continue to develop. That was uh, clear today. And a lot of that's been the the comments coming out of uh, spring practice this spring from the coaches, from Coach Shane Beamer, from Marcus Satterfield, um, needing to really improve in the area of explosive plays. I believe he defines those as a, a 12-yard pass play or more. Um, really seemed to, again, I mean, you know, true to his word, that seemed to be something that was not uh, a strong suit. Now, considering who was out on both sides of the ball, um, again, there were some athletic moments and, and really some, some good things there. And you saw some, some good um, attacks, uh, you know, and, and reactions there. So based on a very quick first viewing, um, overall successful day for the South Carolina Gamecocks. 
uh, on Wednesday. I will uh, be on with my good buddy and co-host Thomas Bowen. We'll do much more of a deep dive looking um, at different position groups, looking at some schematical things that we saw. I saw some air raid-like concepts on offense. You saw snag. You saw stick. You saw a little bit of, I think, one time some Y-cross. Saw four verts. Um, but, you, you know, again, that's on a very basic viewing. Um, you know, on defense, you saw, like I said, a little outside fire there from outside linebackers. Some good pressure in that third down drill section. You saw true three deep coverage, which is um, having three safeties or three deep men in that defense, uh, which has become a little bit of a trend here in college football recently. Um, so, you know, uh, saw some things there. <clears throat> Again, this is uh, not something you should judge the, the success or failure or, or potential for either of the South Carolina football team coming this fall uh, on. Um, it was one afternoon, very controlled environment, 25 or more guys missing um, very basic, about 15,000, a little bit less in the stands. So this is, um, you know, very relaxed environment. So, it, you know, you don't know. You just don't know. Um, and, you know, but it was, it was fun. It was great to see football again. And there was great to see some energy and some positivity coming out of the Gamecock football team. And it'll be fun to continue to follow once we get into fall camp um, and the few nuggets we may be able to find in the summer. Again, be sure to listen out on Wednesday for a more in-depth deep dive with uh, my co-host Thomas Bowen as we look into what the Gamecocks did uh, on a deeper level on this Sunday afternoon. We will see you again soon. Make sure to subscribe, like, review, and rate us. Thank you, everybody.